0: Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of the Daily Print Wrap. I'm your host Nicholas Lorimer and I'm joined today by Chris Hutting. Just a quick note before we get into the show today, I do apologize to listeners yesterday who may have heard some background noise in Uh, my recording, and that was because I did not have microphone echo noise cancellation on, and because the power was out, my inverter was making a big noise, uh, keeping me online. So I do apologize for that. Hopefully it won't happen again, even if I am load shed. Um, Chris, most important thing that happened yesterday that we didn't talk about on the Daily Defense Show was, of course, the uh, Minister of Finance gave the budget for the financial year ahead, and... um, He had some interesting figures. Uh, He said that the budget deficit is going to worsen from 4% to 4.9% of GDP per year. He said that debt servicing costs are going to increase by an additional 15.7 billion rand. He said that debt service costs will absorb more than 20% of revenue. South Africa is gonna be spending 356 billion rand in the next financial year in order to pay off the interest our debt. Um, he then gave out some numbers about how he aims to have a primary budget surplus uh, relatively soon, that debt would stabilize by 2025-2026, and that debt will peak at 75.3% of GDP in 2025. He also said that he projected growth to be 1.6% over the next couple of years, which is not a very good number. But my first question to you, Chris, is Are these numbers credible? Traditionally in the past, the finance uh, ministry has tended to be, shall we say, a bit optimistic in its figures when projecting um, things like growth and debt and spending and all that sort of stuff. And I feel like that problem has only gotten worse in the last couple of years. Um, Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I'm in agreement. I mean, the biggest thing that stands out is in the 2023 budget, the minister indicated they would achieve a primary budget surplus in the following fiscal year. And now he's promising it again for the next fiscal year. Um, This would be the first time since 2008-2009, should we achieve it. But it's those sorts of things that just chip away at are you really committed? Or not just is Treasury committed or the Reserve Bank, because I do think there is strong elements of fiscal prudence and responsibility there. But is the rest of government committed, Um, given that it's an election year, the temptation to really spend big to hike public sector wages again, for example, to help struggling SOEs? Those elements are strongly on the table, and you wonder whether the line can be held or not. Based on the previous track record, that is not the case. Um, Over the last three years, six state-owned entities have received uh, just around 281 billion rand, in terms of bailouts that's just for soes where we were told no they would be turned around we would have prudence uh, they wouldn't be offered lifelines but then they are ultimately transnet gets 47 billion rand of a, a, a sort of credit line as it were, it's on a direct cash injection but it's still a form of assistance it still helps transnet for the short term but does it actually mean they're going to get their house in order to ensure this thing doesn't happen again so there are notes of optimism, but I think the underli- the fundamentals, underlying fundamentals haven't substantially changed enough in terms of government spending, government policy, all that sort of thing, to give more weight and credibility to these sorts of projections. Um, even that 1.6% growth average over the next three years might be too optimistic given the continued ed- electricity and logistics issues that the country is saddled with.
0: So we also saw, I guess, kind of a stealth rise in taxes by not adjusting the the uh, tax brackets for inflation. Um, the sin taxes were hit hard, uh, as, as they are every year, I think, because it's the easiest tax to raise, right? You know, we're going to tax alcohol and smoking more. Um, but that's kind of, the smoking one in particular is a bit of a, a farce, of course, because ever since the banning of tobacco products during the COVID lockdowns, uh, the illegal cigarette market has exploded. And now as i believe a solid majority of the cigarettes sold in the country um there's also you know these little increases for grant recipients and there's still money for public sector workers uh what do you make of all those and you know is it really going to be i mean you've kind of already talked about it but you know is there really going to be any cost cutting that's been promised
1: you mentioned at the start the 15, just over 15 billion that is needed to sort of bridge that gap between revenue and expenditure. Um, most of that they're aiming to extract from individual taxpayers. So not getting those rebates in terms of medical scheme credits um, and also not adjusting for inflation. So that is partly, I think th- that is where the burden is, try- they're trying to shift some of that burden where they want to keep um, nurses, doctors, public sector workers, they wanna keep adjusting those salaries upwards To account for inflation but they need to take from somewhere else and already the tax base is under a lot of pressure just over 1.1 million taxpayers responsible for over 80 percent of south africa's paying south africa's tax so under ever more pressure given the numerous cost of living issues with which the majority of south africans are faced and you it's a very tight balancing act um this you know it could very easily sway into very negative territory there is the element of now tapping south africa's um, unrealized gold and foreign cash reserves and the winds and the sort of increases uh, that you've attained in terms of the rand getting weaker against the dollar you can now tap at least 150 billion thereof that's the plan in tranches three tranches but now you've opened the door so you're not necessarily going to fix your underlying issues you're going to keep on increasing spending and debt and you're going to tap these emergency reserves to help you. But does that mean you fixed underlying issues that put you in that difficult position in the first place? So, again, it undermines maybe some elements of credibility, of responsible spending. You've got this get-out-of-jail-free card, but with economics and, I guess, government, fiscal matters, there's no such thing. So we'll have to see how they stick to that line or not.
0: All right. Uh, Let us move on to our next story. And this is our last one for today. We're just going to talk a little bit about Judge Pre- former Judge President John Llaupe, who became the first sitting judge in South African history to be impeached by Parliament. Two-thirds majority of Parliament voted to impeach Llaupe. Um I think almost every single party voted to impeach him, apart from, I think, the EFF and possibly one of the small ones, both the ANC and the DA, however, voting to get rid of him. Uh, this is related to how he was found to have uh, violi- violated codes of conduct by trying to influence uh, constitutional court judges in a case relating to former President Jacob Zuma. Um, Cyril Ramaphosa, the President, still has to sign off on the declaration and set a date for the formal removal, um, but considering that the ANC backed this, I do not uh, see that as you know necessarily uh, not happening. Um Once he is removed, he will lose all benefits, including a lifetime monthly salary worth over a million rand, uh, a car allowance, and comprehensive medical care. ANC Secretary General Fakila Mbulula said the party welcomed the decision of Parliament, and the DA's spokesperson on this issue, Glenys Breitenbach, said her party felt vindicated after years of the ANC government dragging its feet. Uh, Llope was long accused by the DA of being very close to the ANC and essentially being a partisan judge in favour of them. Um, but it seems that he was very closely tied to some in the sort of Jacob Zuma faction in politics. And as such, uh, he was, um, uh, I think he ran a file of the current leadership of the ANC and has been removed. Um, Chris, what do you make of all this?
1: Yeah, arguably not a principled or moral position that has been taken, but purely playing the moment or looking at the optics, um given, as we keep mentioning um, on our analysis over the last few months, but also going forward, in election year, you need any wins that you can get to drum up any kind of support that you think will help in terms of the image of your party. Um, so, noteworthy really that the ANC has gone down this route. Uh, definitely a win for the DA, and a long-standing battle that they've tried to wage and credit to them in that regard. Um, One... You know, we talk about the sort of independence of judges and courts, and we worry in general about the rule of law. This sort of thing gives one confidence therein, um, not, not that everyone voted, f- you know, for the right reasons or whatever, but the outcome is a good thing. So now you wonder, can this sort of thing be built on? What lessons can be learned from it, if any? How can this sort of situation, if at all possible, be prevented in the future from manifesting again? Maybe the point is when that sort of conduct occurs early on, then... The person responsible man or woman is held to account regardless of party affiliation all that sort of thing um so i think that's vitally important to to take to heart so we'll see what what else could come from it but for the time being i guess it's a particular optimistic point thus far for south africa in 2024.
0: and uh shortly after uh judge uh, Shope was removed or former judge lope was removed uh retired judge motata who was filmed 17 years ago driving drunk and then crashing into I think it was uh, someone's garden wall was also impeached basically for bad conduct and I think that's very good. Um, Obviously that took way too long but uh, in this case it was an important step that needed to be taken. Judges do need to be held to a high standard of personal conduct. All right that is all the time we have for today. We hope that you found this show interesting. That's a wrap.